Hey friends, you're listening to the Hope Blooms podcast where Haley Hope and her friends tell stories of faith, hope, and healing. If you're looking for a podcast that will inspire, uplift, and encourage, then this is it. Let's do this journey together and share hope along the way. Welcome back, friends, to the Hope Blooms podcast. This is part two of um, a two-part podcast series. Our conversation was just so good. It couldn't be one part. So we are back again with Dr. Kat, one of my best friends of all time. And we are going to finish talking about camp and God and youth kids and what they're going through and what we've noticed just in our time with them. So I hope you enjoy the rest of our conversation as we continue with Dr. Kat. All right, friends, we're back with part two. I had to cut us because we were getting long. I mean, who's surprised really? (laughs) No one. We could honestly probably just do a podcast on our own just for episodes <laughs> days a whole a whole season i mean we drove like a 13 hour drive to boston together right like yeah yeah sang so. the the greatest showman album i think like five times at least at it, least it had just come out and we were obsessed and it, it is one of the greatest it is musicals really. if you have not watched that movie <laughs> and listened to the soundtrack you need to stop what you're doing pause and go do that right now it's mm. very important it's so good. <laughs> Have you watched the Jesus Revolution yet? Yes. You did? Okay, I just watched it yesterday. Very interesting. I was like, this is on Netflix? I, I was like, this is real? <laughs> Wait, is it on Netflix or Amazon Prime? I don't oh, know where I, I don't know where I watched it, but I was like, this is on a streaming service, like mm-hmm. on the same streaming service that a lot of crap is on. I know, like <laughs> they were like talking audiences only. <laughs> talking about like God in such a awesome way yeah. and i if you haven't watched jesus revolution you gotta do yeah. it because in the first like 15 minutes this older man is confronted with the fact that he needs to open his eyes to mm-hmm. other people to love for god's glory and i was like what is happening yeah. it was wild i feel like that's happening now mm-hmm. like i was watching that and i was like thinking about our kids like our youth yeah. kids and i was like there's a jesus revolution going on in their age 100 percent. people count them out what first of all what is wrong with them what is wrong with people who count this generation out because they are so in tune with themselves and like emotionally i want to say that they're more emotionally intelligent than a lot of adults yeah and they want that holy spirit feeling they want to be entered into that so much um because everything in their world is so fake Mm -hmm. so microwave so fake and when they experience the holy spirit for the first time they're like dude yeah this is epic like Mm -hmm. i want more of that yeah um but anyway yeah 
Go watch Jesus Revolution. It's so, so good. good. <laughs> if you want to sponsor me, Jesus Revolution, let's do <laughs> we're here that. for it. <laughs> I, I don't have that many followers yet, <laughs> but hey, I will gladly, gladly talk about it. Um, another great show, The Chosen. Season four is about to come out. I'm sorry, Haley. I've like only watched it if we like used it for youth. You're really lying. Sorry. No, I'm. I can't <gasps> lie on your podcast. Everyone, go find Kat on Instagram and blow her up and be like, brother, brother, the chosen is the way. Oh, my gosh. Jonathan Mm. Rumi's so good. Okay, anyways, I guess I'll talk about that with someone else. Sorry. Um, It's on my list. Let's, lighthearted, favorite books that you read in the last half a year. Yeah, um, I have been trying to do some light beach reads because, you know, that just makes you feel good. Um, So this wasn't recently, but I finally read Crawdads before I watched the movie because that's my rule. Um, And it was great. I then read another... Um, I then read another book called Between the Tides and it like reminded me of it, maybe because it was just like beachy. Right. I don't know, maybe that's just kind of silly, but... Um, it's it, it had like the back and forth time frame, like back in the past. That's forward. hard for me to follow. It is like I need some very, very clear, like eighteen seventy two. Like this is what's happening. September seventh right? or whatever. Um, you have to have like a lot, a large amount of time to be able to read like a section at a time. Otherwise, it's like, yeah, what the heck did I just read? Yeah. I finally, this is like a reading achievement. I've been reading through <laughs> the Outlander series by Diana Gabaldon, which is adult reading, please. Yikes. And I finally read her most recent one. It's really big and really fat, and I'm just really a slow reader. So I was really excited to finish Way that, to and go. I loved it, and I can't wait for number 10 to come out. You I've been have reading read those. nine of them. Yeah, I've been working on them since oh, my wait. freshman year of college. Okay, wow, I've been reading through all of them. They're really, really, really big books. <laughs> um, the most recent book that I have finished and have wanted, and I've been telling you, Haley, to read this book, is called The Red Tent. I know. It's, it's on my TBR that's literally a million books long. It's so good. Um, I don't agree with how they describe the book, like the little things on the back. Like, it's like... If the Bible was written by women... No, it's not. Okay. But I still think you should read it. It's also adult reading, please. Um, But it follows the story of Jacob and all of his wives, um, Leah and Rachel, and their, you know, childbearing situations. So it's very real. And it just gives you a picture of, like, oh, wow. Back then, like, this is how they... Right. We're living, and that's how those relationships were like. Um, so that was really interesting to me. And um, again, adult reading for sure, but I really, really, um, I really enjoyed that book. So, and I've been studying them, so that's like she's like, You it's have time. to read it, it's time. and I'm like, Ah, uh, sure, okay, yes. Um, okay. oh, what I was thinking about talking about. What have you learned about God since you started um, ministering in youth ministry? Wow. Um, That's a big question. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, one of the things... 
that I think he's just shown me is just how he really has uniquely created all of us. And I think that's like, duh. <laughs> but like when you can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with a kid and spend time with them and see like what they like, what they're interested in, what they do and how much it means to them when they feel seen and understood, like God designed us for that inside of us. Mm -hmm. He put that desire for us to be seen and known in mm -hmm. us. That's not just like, oops, accident. And so I feel like that's that's woven in. Like he has created us all to be so unique and different and to yeah. bring different flavors to, you know, to the church body, different gifts, different skills. And so like, wow, when I can see just how creative he is, how he can intertwine people mm -hmm. and their stories and their lives how he can use one person's you know childhood growing up and like maybe they had it rough and they've learned something about themselves and then they can pour into somebody else like wow how creative and amazing is that right. um and it just I mean it's even beyond anything we can understand and I think we like to try and think like well you know, I want to understand this and then right. I'm going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And like, spoiler alert, like we're not going to understand yeah. <laughs> um, what God is doing and how. And I think even, you know, it's not going to be till the other side of heaven where we're like, wow, God, like you, yeah. you did that. And so that's just really been something that I've seen lately is, you know, just how, how big he is to be able to, to just weave us together mm -hmm. and not in like a, you know, puppeteer, you know, demeaning right. or, or, you know, critical way, but like a creator and, and to love his creation. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to speak for you, but for me, I feel like when kids bring up certain topics, I'm like, ouch, I need to work through that too. Mm -hmm, sure. Or shoot, maybe I need to forgive myself for that. Or take the advice I just gave them. Right. I'm like, darn, maybe I was preaching to myself. God, I see you. I see you, brother. Yeah. That was slick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I see that for myself a lot now that I am a mama of two. Mm -hmm. um, the things that I'm not hard on my kiddos for. Yeah, sure. I will turn around and be so hard on myself for. And it's yeah. like, hello. Yeah. Um, that I think, be beside dogs showing us unconditional love, which I think is 100% true, um, I think the second, you know, like being a, a human child mama has really shown me just God's love and his unconditional mm -hmm. grace to mm -hmm. us. And um, yeah, you know, the things that we would never say to another human being about themselves. Right. We like find ourselves being critical internally with our own selves. Right. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll see like you talking to your oldest and being like, it's okay to be angry right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you literally were mad at yourself <laughs> for doing that. Like I'm going to record you. But then I'm like, That's wait, wild. do I do that to myself too? It's like, you're feeling a lot of feelings and it's okay. And I'm like, thanks and yeah. I know you're not talking to me <laughs> um but yeah that's yes. fun that's yeah. funny 
we've been studying a book as a staff together. And one of the things that I think was so great um, coming out of that conversation was, you know, number one, the way that we set the example and speaking to ourselves and talking about ourselves and how our children see that. We talked about that a little bit as a group. And I think that's really important to be aware of, um, you know, whether you have your own children, biological children, yeah. you mentor children, right. kids, you know, whatever. I think that's so important. I think, you know, girls can be really vulnerable just because of the culture that we're yes. in sometimes. Um, and so you really have to watch talking about yourself. Um, but I think you can flip that around and you can be on the lookout for your people. Mm -hmm. And so somebody walked into our staff meeting and they were like, Oh my gosh, like I'm such a mess today. And I think three of us in unison. Don't talk to my friend like that. Don't talk about my friend like that. (laughs) And so like when we're on the lookout for that, for others, I think that's, you know, like that's what it's about is calling it out in love and being like, Hey, that's not nice to say to yourself. Right. Please stop. And, like, don't define yourself as a hot mess. Right. Literally the person who told me, don't define yourself as a hot mess, calls himself a hot mess all the time. And I'm literally like, <laughs> don't talk about my friend like that. Um, that's fun. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Yay. All right. So, in the last episode, we talked about some what our vision is for our kids. Let's talk about the things they're talking about. In the most biblical way, that from the heart of love, mm-hmm. and to see them like that, um, I just wanted to give confidence to people who are loving teenagers. Maybe you're not a youth volunteer or or whatever, but you babysit teenagers or you have a teenager yourself, and mm-hmm. you're like, I didn't do it right. How can I talk to them about doing it right? Wouldn't you have wanted someone to talk to you before you did the things that you did or before you thought the things that you did or watched the things that you did? Wouldn't you wish someone in love could have guided you in that way? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think we can get kind of stuck in, you know, oh, Christianity and following Jesus. And it's like checkboxes or rules or like boundaries or like this or that or not this but that and you know I think Jesus sets up like I want this for you in health like because I know what's best for you and your heart Mm -hmm. um but we all screw up and make mistakes and I think and those people you love are going to screw up and make maybe the same mistakes that you did yeah And there's nothing that you can do. Nothing. But I think being honest and vulnerable and sharing, like, this is what, this is how I made that decision. Or this is what I did. Um, This is maybe even why I did it. Because I knew it was wrong and I didn't care. Yeah. Um, And when I look back, I wish I would have done it differently because, or because of that decision, like, here's what happened. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, maybe it's, like, super basic, but I think having more of a conversation of, like, cause and effect and, like, I don't want this for you and I want you to see that. Right. But I know that you're – you have the capacity to make your decision, young youth friend. And, you know, (laughs) I I want you to be able to see how even if you – do make a mistake and it's something you wish you wouldn't do like god still sees you he still loves you there's grace and it doesn't change anything that he feels about you and his creation yeah i think that also the key part is 
to leave n- not, hey, do this or else. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm walking alongside you. I'm really going to love you in the way to tell you, you know, that cause and effect, whatever. Tell them from your story if you can talk about that. That's the most helpful. Yeah. Um, but then hopefully they trust you enough to say, I should have listened. Yeah. And then walking with them through that. Mm-hmm. I think what I, you know, we just came back from camp. Yes. And um, what I noticed a lot at camp through conversations with teenagers was, hey, guys, we need we need to take time to forgive ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be like a focus um, for me is to look out for conversations like that of, Kids don't want to accept Jesus because they can't forgive themselves. Yeah. I think that's where we are. Yeah. Um, and especially with upper, middle school, lower, all, all of high school, honestly, mm-hmm. was just like, hey, Jesus has forgiven you, but you don't feel like you're worthy enough to have a relationship with him because you feel X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You feel dirty you feel gross, you feel violated or whatever the case may be, how can we help kids love or forgive themselves and then learn to love themselves again? And I think that's super valid. Like you can think that and say, gosh, like I, I messed this up. Like I'm, I'm not worthy. But then I think if you keep that inside and you don't address it, then all it is is a tactic of the enemy to yeah. just grow that lie. 100%. And then like, and then you're, you're not going to choose Jesus and you're not going to, you know, jump in with both feet because you have kind of taken yourself out of the game by right. convincing yourself that you can't. Right. For sure. Yeah. And I get it. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I 100% get it of like, I can't talk to God right now, man. I messed up really bad. But, like, it's really cute because, actually, he's right there with you the whole time. And he's like, hey, babe, right here. Right here. Here we are. Yeah. 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 For sure. I think the other thing that I really saw was um, people holding on to things that they didn't need. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm worried about my friends. Or, oh, my gosh, I'm worried about this. Or, you know, I holding on to some unforgiveness or just, just holding on to worry about it. It was a lot of worry, a lot um, of worry, like holding on to those things as if, as if they can change it or keep it or control it. And you know, they can't, you can't. And so I think kids are putting a lot of stuff on their plate, I could definitely see, you know, the pandemic kind of adding to that because I feel like all of a sudden within the span of like a couple weeks, mm-hmm. like everybody's illness all became like everybody else's fault almost. Or it was like and my problem. responsibility to like keep you, you mm-hmm. know, it got really crazy in that. So I feel like that that could be stemming from a little yeah, bit sure. of some of that from the pandemic. Pandemic. But it's like, you got to let it go. Like, Jesus's burden is light, and yeah. it's easy, yeah. and it's not the heavy weight that that kids are feeling like they have. And kids are exposed to so much. I mean, my mom and I talked about this in our episode, but um, 
so much earlier and earlier Mm -hmm. things that were never intended for them to know about or see or experience because they weren't emotionally ready. Yeah. And God, I mean, doesn't even finish um, making our brain like fully functioning until whatever age 20 something yeah i mean you can't even like rent a car until you're 25 like yeah that just happened for me like congratulations i got to co-sign on it when we were in california and i was like hey guess what put my name on there well guess what at a certain point you get to a certain like 30 something age and they stop checking your id at the grocery store when you buy wine so give me a call Haley, because that's really cute like are you sure you just can you just please check my id like please It's it's really sad feeling, honestly. <laughs> I think you should feel proud. I mean, I feel like when you turn 21 and you, it's that moment and you're like so annoyed that you're checking. Like, they're like, are you kidding me? Are you seriously checking my ID right now? And now I'm like, you know, at Kroger and they're like, oh, I don't need to see your ID. I'm, I'm like, really, what do you mean? I'm really shocked because the Enneagram one in you is like, follow the rules. I know, right? Like. You're just going to throw in some random birthday? Like, really, dude? Really? My actual birthday is. <laughs> Why don't you type in this number? That's uh, funny. Yeah. I love it. Love it. <sighs> right. Catherine, I don't Haley. think you answered the question. What does hope mean to you? I didn't answer that question. Gosh, and I knew you were going to ask me this, so I was, like, trying to think about a really good answer. And, um... We're still processing. Well, (laughs) the the today we're recording this was um, a tough day because there was a lot of things that happened today that were super out of my control. And oh man, what chaotic circumstances! God can still work in them. What? That's crazy. Um. So (laughs) that I think five years ago would have really taken me out of the game. Yeah, because I. You know, I have my plan and I have my things and this is what I'm going to do and this is how it's going to work. And then when it all kind of like falls apart and you feel like really chaotic and out of control, um, that can that can really make me feel really defeated. But I think in that you're like, I'm not in control. Like there's hope of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you know, it. my little ones are sick. And so I just was thinking about at camp, we were talking about Jesus being a healer. And it's like, you don't, you don't know to be healed unless you're sick. Right. And so I right. think just like thinking through that today, I was like, okay, like there is still this hope of him. And like, he is the healer Mm -hmm. and he saw this whole day and he sees my week. And like, I think looking to that, I was like, okay. Yeah. And that, you know, that was a lot better than the crazy spiral of like frustration that (laughs) I certainly would have gone to, I think in a different season of my life. Right. And then your oldest is like, and mommy, tomorrow we're going to make cookies because I'm going to be here with you <laughs> oh because gosh. I'm sick and I want apple juice and I want Auntie Haley to play softball with me. She literally wants juice every time she's sick. <laughs> and I don't even know where she got that from. <laughs> I literally don't even know. Because she doesn't really drink juice unless no, she's sick. not at all. I'm a dentist, okay? Come on. She's not getting juice. <laughs> like the only sugar she's ever gotten is because of like, 
these stupid people bring cupcakes Nana. into daycare. Oh my gosh. Or cake pop. Yeah. The cake pop. I heard about the cake pop. Oh, the cake pop. Yeah. The saga of the cake pops. I really like how Nana left the cake pop in the fridge. I really hope Carol's listening to this. After she left and I had to give it to her. Yeah. And she told Uh, me on Sunday she was happy that you had to give it to her because she's like, come on, Catherine, (laughs) give her the sugar. Oh, the sugar. Yeah. Uh, Yay. I love it. Our camp verse was what? Oh my gosh, you just put me on the spot. Jesus was, Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Forever. Hebrews 13, 8, I yes. think. Yeah. 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 It's deep. Yes. I put the kids on the spot on Sunday and I was like, I hope they know it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> on second service. I love it. Yay. That's really awesome. special. Well, Catherine, I, two episodes. That's. I love it. Like, honestly, can you imagine anything else? No, pretty much no. We could probably go for like five more hours. Anyway, okay, friends. Well. Are you going to ask me what I really want to talk about that we didn't talk about? Yeah. Okay. We're going to get names of God tattoos somewhere. (laughs) Just be on the lookout for Haley's Insta stories, okay? It's going to happen. What is your name of God that is important (sighs) to you? Jehovah Rohi. Why? Is... The Lord is my shepherd because his steps have tested the ground before me. What is that? Like, what is the Lord is my shepherd? Like Psalm 23. The Lord is my yeah. shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down. I'll record your Psalm 23 for your Psalms a day. Oh, yes. Oh, yay. Only like three people wanted me to do that. So oh, I'll still do it. I want you to do it. I'll still do it. Um, yeah, I guess you should know that song if you're going to get that tattooed on your body. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Yay. What's your name of God, Haley? Well, Mom, if you're listening, Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm still going to get it anyways. Um, even though she cried when I got my first tattoo. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Dude. Mikey, if you're listening, I would like you to pay for it. We need a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I'm getting Elroy, the God who sees me. Um, are you going to ask me why? Why, Haley? Why, Haley? Um, oh, because... I'm so good at this. I'm just listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, uh, I preached on Elroy, and Kat also preached on yeah. Elroy, but, um... We'll link it in the show notes. Oh, for sure. That would be <laughs> dope. Um, yeah, go back and watch on the Sea Life app. Um, but... Because God has seen me when I felt like no one else did, and he has been the father that has seen me from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So um, it's super special to me, and I do need a reminder all the time that, hey, God sees you. If no one sees you, God sees you today. So, yay. Do you want to say the outro, or do you want me to? Breathe in. Nope. Breathe, breathe deep. Breathe deep. Breathe out. <laughs> and find hope today. Yay. Yes! We love you so much. And we'll talk soon, friends. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Hope Blooms podcast. 
We hope you felt loved and left with a little bit of hope today. Don't forget to subscribe and review this podcast on the platform that you listen to. And please share and tag us so we can reach others um, as we share the hope of heaven. Have a great day, guys, and we'll talk soon.